Oh, look, I have an advertisement in our Skype window, mm. even though I subscribe and pay money to Skype. I was thinking about doing that myself because I noticed that you can pay like, what, three bucks a month and make phone calls with it? Mm-hmm. It's super cheap. And um, for like, let me see, it's it's $20 for three months. Mm-hmm. You get an inbound number so people can call your computer from their phones. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> and that's what I have. Hmm. It's pretty neat. I use it mainly as a back end for Google Voice. Mm-hmm. Because I can forward calls to my computer now. Oh, okay. That makes sense. From, like, my regular phone number. So, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I I was thinking about getting that because, um, depending on how things go with work, right now I have a work phone, like a Mm -hmm. a mobile phone. Right. But I might not have it anymore, um, which would make sense because, you know, I only use it when I'm working from home. And technically... Working from home is a privilege, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be like reimbursed for my, you know, phone and stuff for working from home. Right. So um, that might be going away, and if that's going away, I don't want to be using up all of my minutes calling people for work. So I thought Skype right. would be a good alternative. Yeah, like I said, it's super cheap. Yeah. So I yeah I'm I'm looking into it but and it works okay like it doesn't Yeah, it works great. Okay. I mean <clears throat> you hear the uh you hear the the problems that we have on the podcast. Robot noises every once in a while. Yeah, but as long as you're not doing anything bandwidth intensive, you shouldn't run into that very often. So I shouldn't be watching porn while I'm making my work calls. Um I would not. Mm. If you absolutely have to, mm-hmm. then um, I would probably I would probably choose the lowest resolution. What if I had the sound down? Does that make a difference? No, it still streams the sound to you, even though you mute it. Mm, okay. So it's it's still consuming the same amount of bandwidth. What if there's got to be something? Hmm. I don't know. You could just keep your filthy fingers out of yourself while you're on the phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rob. Um, (laughs) Dude, you you made a post, what was it, yesterday about lube and pizza? Today, yeah. (laughs) Today, about working from home. Yes. And then you texted me on my way home complaining about your elbow hurting. (laughs) to tell you about that too yeah um okay so i have i have a tennis elbow which Mm. is ridiculous because i don't even play tennis no it's um i guess it's a thing that happens from um like if you use the computer a lot the mouse and it's also has to probably do with the fact that i do stitching in my spare time because it's just a lot of um, repetitive movement, mm-hmm. and um, I think it all started when I moved because it was just a lot of carrying heavy stuff. Sure. And now that I live in the apartment, instead of just carrying groceries in through the garage, it's like upstairs and from wherever I'm at, I am parked and all that. So yeah. I think that's where it started, but now it's really bad. Can I tell oh. you? Like I can't pick up a coffee cup without it hurting like oh man change it like 
it's the kind of thing where I knew I needed to go to the doctor about it because it started to change the way I did things. You know, uh-huh. I started to reach for things with my left hand instead and all that. Yes, I'm having one of those too, but I haven't decided to go to the doctor yet. You should go because the longer you wait, the more you're going to have to do to, to get yeah. it to be okay. And so, all right, so... I started going to my company doctor because my company, I work in the headquarters and um, because it's the headquarters, they're doing all these things to try and save healthcare costs. And one of them is having a doctor's office right there on the premises. Um, I walked down the freaking hall just to go to the doctor. <laughs> it was amazing. That's pretty, yeah, that is pretty it was awesome. awesome. So like at three o'clock I had my appointment. I walked out of there at three twenty and got back to my desk for a phone call. Um, so basically they prescribed physical therapy, which I probably would not be doing if it weren't also there on the premises because you know, yeah, huh. you're supposed to go every every uh, two <clears throat> two times every week. Right. So I went to this guy yesterday. Yeah, it's been such a long day. Uh, yesterday, and he, it was an hour-long session. I'm like, what is he going to do with an hour for an elbow, you know? <laughs> right. So he, <laughs> he, he does this, all this stuff where he's like, okay, I'm going to pull on this, and you tell me how it feels. Okay, I'm pushing on this. Tell me how it feels. Okay, now I'm pushing on this, but a little bit differently. Tell me how that feels. (laughs) And he was able to pinpoint the exact, like, muscle group and tendon, like, down to, like, a tendon. That was the problem, and it has, it's my middle finger. (laughs) Oh, I know what causes this. Connecting to um, connecting to my elbow, so that's like where it's connected at the elbow is where the pain happens. But the reason that I'm feeling pain when I'm like making a fist or picking things up is because it's connected right. um, to that. So, um, so he pinpointed where that was, and then so he's like, "Okay, I'm going to show you all these things that you need to do to make it better, and you're also going to come and see me twice a week for four weeks." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What am I going to do here?" You know, and and he's like, "So every every time you come in, we're going to do massage, and we're going to do ice massage, and then mm-hmm. we're going to do exercises." I know ice massage, right? You know, the first thing I thought of there, and then I was like, "Dude, look." I am not interested, and I see a wedding ring on your finger. This is just, no, this is bad news bears. But, oh, my God, he hurt me so badly. (laughs) The massage part, I was like, oh, massage, that'll be, oh, my God. (laughs) Right. What you got was therapeutic massage Mm -hmm. and not, like, a relaxation massage. He was, like, digging in there, and I was, like, Mm -hmm. waiting for him to actually, like, rip my tendons, like, off. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was just like he's like, "Is this where it hurts?" Okay, let me just dig right in there. <laughs> now, now it actually hurts in about five spots on my arm. That's exactly it. It hurts worse today than it did yesterday. Mm. So um, he did that, and then ice massage sounds sounds kind of kinky. Sounds like it might be kind of pleasant, right? No. No, it's the worst thing that's ever happened ever to anybody. Because what they do is they take like a Dixie cup or like a, you know, a red cup type of thing. Uh Um, They put a bunch of water in it, freeze it, and then they cut the bottom off of the cup. And then they take that ice and they just rub it 
on that place, which is okay, for two minutes. Oh, man. Yeah, it hurt. It burned. It was like, mm -hmm. uh, is this, are you sure that this is okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel very good right now. But then by the time you're done, you don't feel anything. Yeah. Until it starts to come back. <laughs> Ooh, wow. So there was that. And then um, he did an ultrasound thing. And I'm like, what are, you, what are you looking at? And he's like, oh, no, it just puts, like, ultrasonic waves, blah, blah. Oh, right, yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Yeah, they use that to break up, like, kidney stones. Because mm. it'll, um, the, the sound waves will actually, um, like, destroy kidney stones and stuff. See, and I feel like I, I definitely need to follow up and do all of this because, honestly, I think I'm pretty lucky to have all of this right, like, down the hall from where I work. Yes, and I will give you the same advice that I have given several people. Mm -hmm. Keep going to physical therapy even though it hurts. It hurts so bad. I know, but they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's supposed to hurt. That's why, you know, it 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 hurts because it's it's getting... It, it'll hurt less the more I do it because then it'll be stronger is yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Leah's dad uh, had shoulder surgery mm -hmm. and he ended up having to have it on both shoulders. Oh, no. But on the first... Uh, shoulder they did he stopped going to physical therapy before he should have mm. and he had to have surgery a second time on that shoulder oh no yeah that stinks yes so take your medicine until it's gone yeah and i have to that's the other thing too i don't usually take like um uh, painkillers and stuff unless i absolutely have to Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't want to, like, it took a lot for me, honestly, to be able to take antidepressants even. Right. Because medicine, I just get nervous about it. You know, I get nervous, like, uh, am I going to have side effects? Is something going to go wrong? All that kind of thing. My, my fear, um, like when I take painkillers or like even the, the Xanax, the stuff that, stuff that. Uh, has a reputation for being addictive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My fear is that because of that one prescription, I'm going to wind up homeless. Yep. In the gutter, covered in filth, yep. addicted to pills. Right, because we are not adults who can take care of ourselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, anything like that, I just am like, well, that's definitely going to happen to me because I'm such a fucking mess already, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I don't. So I don't even want to take like um, Advil because they're all like, oh, if you take too much Advil, you know, your liver failure. And I'm, yeah, I'm I'm actually calling their bluff on that. I'm yeah. I'm taking handfuls of that stuff. <laughs> You're chewing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating them like Tic Tacs. <laughs> I'm I'm throw them in a blender with a little bit of water. <laughs> And make it into a paste, and it, it just you can you can swallow more like, that way. Mm, so it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't get stuck like the little pills do. Uh, uh, and yeah, so so I um, I have to take at least six Advil a day, like the big the big ones. Um, mm. I have to take at least that many two at a time. And, uh, if I'm awake enough to take like more than that, to go ahead and do it like every four hours. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's helping. I can tell already because I started, you know, taking the the Advil over the weekend and everything. And it is helping. But um, it's frustrating, you know, because you just want it to be better and to go away. And one of the things that came up was... um, was the stitching, you know, so I had to, you know, I was telling him, well, I do this as a hobby and the doctor said it was important to bring it up because Mm -hmm. it's, it is something that probably is affected by this. And so sure, yeah, he said, well, you know, do you you think you could maybe take a break from that? And I said, do you think you could maybe suck my dick? Because no. What? Oh, you should have. You should have said. Do you know who I am? Have we met? Hi, I'm Bridget. <laughs> I don't know if you know who I am, but <laughs> look, Doc, I know you're new here. <laughs> but why don't you pull up a chair? I'm about to school you on a little something. <laughs> Quite honestly, though, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal because I'm, you know, I'm not really working on anything. Yeah, you took a break out. for a while. Yeah, I did take a break for a while. So the fact that this is happening probably doesn't have that much to do with it. Um, but he gave me a brace that I could use while I'm stitching, so that's good. And the other thing I was thinking, too, is like, well, gosh, if you're going to say that, why don't you just say everything, you know? <laughs> break from typing, you know? Could you take a break from thingy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> the answer is no <laughs> no <laughs> speaking of which I was, I've been asked um, I, I did ask if anybody had anything that they wanted us to talk about mm-hmm. and uh, pizza and lube came up twice <laughs> awesome <laughs> uh, smart ass hat Smart as shat. Smart as hat. Yeah. And then um, NYHF both. They want to know about the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, you did not disappoint. (laughs) My pizza and the lube were were not meant to be related to each other. Right. Unless you're talking about like one of those videos where the pizza guy shows up and the lady's like, you know, lonely. And then the music starts to play. Then maybe it could be related, mm-hmm. but not in this case. Um, actually, uh, do you want to do you want to enlighten our listeners who may not have seen your post that references that? Yeah, it is. Let's see. I am looking. I post way too much shit. That's the problem. Mine too. This is so much. I, Tumblr's search function. I need it so bad just to find my own shit. <laughs> right. Um, because I can't go back more than two months to find anything I post. Whenever I try to use that archive feature, you know, you can oh, go and look so your painful. own archive. It like my computer runs like a million miles a second and it's mm. getting too hot and like fan <laughs> is running. And I'm like, what the hell? They can't even do an archive that isn't going to kill my computer. This is like right. a new computer. Um uh, it my I posted a, a post that said, sure, you save a lot of money on gas when you work from home, but you end up spending it all on pizza delivery and lube. Which was hilarious. <laughs> because it's true. Well, yeah. I mean, you have more time with yourself. You know, so you have more time to be, you know, tender. I have, uh, <laughs> I have a sketch that I want you to watch. It's from the Mitchell and Webb look. Okay. 
Uh, it's a sketch comedy show. Okay. Um, let me let me open up the little thingy so I can link it to you. You don't have to watch it now, but it is appropriate, and we'll link it on the the website. Okay. But it's uh, it's appropriate to that situation. To that okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's about working from home. Yeah, I think uh, Merlin Man wants to find working from home as uh, sitting on the couch, watch uh, and whacking off to the prices right. <laughs> Here's my problem with that. I am often way too engrossed in The Price is Right to be masturbating to it. <laughs> Although I do get hard when Plinko comes out. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? I fucking love that game. It's the best. Oh, why wouldn't you love Plinko? It's the best. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Don't you? Yeah. You know, I mean, well, and it depends, I suppose. I mean, I, I suppose there are people out there who don't require lube. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, just, I, I know most dudes do, though. Well, they, I, I, I bet it'd be lotion in that case, though. Yeah. Isn't that the thing you guys do? Isn't there a sock involved sometimes? No. Well, for amateurs, yeah. <laughs> You can you can teach a class at some point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, sir, do we need to bring in socks? No. <laughs> no. I'm imagining you like um like just a a, a very um proper uh, gentleman. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, I bought my own sock, and you're like shaking your head and just just really lightly <laughs> placing a hand. I I chuckle to myself quietly. <laughs> kind of like that. I see you're still doing it that way. Do you know that? Do you remember that picture that went around for a long time there, where it's the monkey and the dog, and and somebody's like, "Yes, touch the dogs." And, no, please. <laughs> <I imagine. laughs> please, sir. There's no touching the dog. Please, sir. There's no coming inside. <laughs> gentleman here. You use a discreetly hidden bucket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to explain what this is, but earlier um, in the week, I I sent you a text message that said, I'm making chum. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, um, I wanted to say a couple things before I forget. All right. There's some cool stuff is happening with some of our friends. Good. Uh, Lindsay is now kind of a head cheese. Nice. The big cheese? The big cheese at the cheese place. <laughs> she got a promotion. Nice. Yeah. I didn't see that. Congratulations, Lindsay. Yeah, congratulations, Lindsay. I'm so proud of you. Good things are happening. And then TJ, did you see TJ's news? Um, I saw, um, I know he's working on his thesis. Is that the that news? Smart thing? guy thing that he's writing? Yeah. Yeah. And so he has been really struggling with the last part of it and he mm-hmm. finished it. 
Oh, no, I didn't see that. Congratulations. Yeah, well, see, what he did was he sent it to the people who are reading it, you know, to kind of make sure, like, you always have somebody read that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. They think. And they came back and they said, we think you're done. Because he was like, holy shit. He was done. That's amazing. And the fourth part of it, apparently, is kind of easy. It's like introduction, hard part, hard part, end. You know, so he's uh, the end is probably just something like in conclusions, in conclusion, eat farts. Eat farts. <laughs> there you go, TJ, you're done. <laughs> so I'm really I'm really happy for him and proud of him. Because yeah, me too. I know he's forever. he's been working on that since I've known him. He Yeah, he told me today it was since 2008. Wow. That's as long as we've been podcasting and he it didn't is. know us then. It was I know. before it was. Uh, B B Frank. <laughs> what? You know B C before Christ. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> Except I'm way cooler. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and B Shane. So. Yep. So yeah. Congratulations, TJ. Congratulations, Lindsay. Congratulations to everybody else who deserves congratulations. Congratulations. Or should we say congratulations, doctor? <laughs> doctor, Dr. TJ? Yeah. Dr. Herman Blurp? Dr. J. Dr. J. <laughs> Dr. HJ. <laughs> I'd go to that doctor. I also want to say congratulations to Ron Bailey because he's got a new sweetheart. I saw that. You see that? They're all like, Ooh. Ooh, I love you so much. No, I love you more. No, I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it up. No, just kidding. <laughs> so I'm really happy. Um, okay. So questions. We, we talked about the pizza and lube, which I know was a very pressing question. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve. Whitaker, wordishness, wordishness. Let me mm-hmm. pronounce things correctly. Um, said, please talk about where you would go and what job you'd take if you had to go into the witness protection program. Names too. Now, I don't think you actually get a choice when you go into the witness protection program. They're kind of no, you don't. Otherwise, all these people would be shown up named the Claw. <laughs> Is that what or, you would pick? Yeah. Or like <laughs> Raptor Stevens. I love how you said, yeah, like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'd be the... Come on. Would you have a first name or a last name or just the claw? The first name uh, would be the... The? Yeah. And, and do you have a... The. Is the claw like your... So is the like your title and claw is your first name or... No, it's my my legal name would just be the claw. The claw, okay. And on like um, on tax forms or whatever, it would be claw comma the. So, like, what would your friends call you? The claw. What if it? The, you know, what's what would be like the term of endearment or the shortened version of that? There would not be any. Because mm. no one endears the claw. I'm gonna call you Clawy. <laughs> <laughs> And you won't be able to do anything about it. <laughs> okay, so Shane's going to be Mr. Clawy Face Man. <laughs> and what's your job to be? 
<laughs> what? What's your job going to be? Oh, um, well, I'm assuming we get a choice in this also. Well, I think in this case that we get to choose. Like, if we could, what what would we do? Oh, that's a good question. I've been... I, I feel like I have an answer for that. I'm just trying to remember it. My real answer would be I'd be a dog trainer because I really want to do that. Be cool. But um, my public answer would be... Um, I went to massage lady parts all day. <laughs> Are you going to cure hysteria? Yes. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think there's an outbreak of it. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. We can just put that out there. Um, you see, you're a giver. I am. Are. I really am. Yeah. And it says, where would you go? And, I, and I'm and i going to guess this for you. Is that okay? Sure. Uh, San Diego. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Um, for me, where would I go? I don't know where I'd go. I'm actually kind of trying to figure that out right now. I like Chicago area, though. So, I don't know. I... I you don't have to go I anywhere. Have you can to stay go Chicago. anywhere because it's witness protection. It doesn't mean like people are pretty dumb. So mm-hmm. as much as they talk about like having to change people's names and move them and all that kind of stuff, quite honestly, I'm sure if you just like moved them like a few blocks away, people wouldn't really find them. They're lazy. Yeah. People don't really try to do that. Just move them out of the neighborhood. Yeah, like the mob. It's made up of people just like you and me. I mean, they mm-hmm. they get bored and and they'd be you know they'd fall down the Wikipedia hole or something that day. Yeah. So. It's really not that big a deal. Although I do, I love Portland and I love Seattle. I love the Northwest. That is something yeah. that I recently discovered after visiting there. So that's a potential. Um, let's see. What job would I take? I'd kind of like to just be me. You know what I mean? Dude, if, yeah, if you could get paid for that, that more power to you. Some, I like my, my ideal job. Um, would be like making people happy. And I don't know how to do mm-hmm. that besides just, you know, I don't know. I would uh, I would seriously enjoy just going from office building to office building, making people laugh. Yes, that would be like the best job ever. Like I would be paid to hang out in your office for two hours or so mm-hmm. and just joke around with everybody exactly wouldn't that be so much fun yeah like my favorite part of the day Uh, and then rub their lady parts oh okay well that would be like probably you'd have to get a conference room for that yeah i it would be like on my way out i wouldn't open with that yeah well and it it wouldn't it i mean like it wasn't it's not going to be like advertised it would just be like people who are in the know would be word of mouth sort of thing Mm -hmm. and You'd have to make sure to get one of those conference rooms that doesn't have those windows, you know. Right. Well, otherwise, hmm. I don't see that being a problem. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, privacy's not an issue. For me, no. But I mean, if it is for other people, I mean, we can go to a cube or something. Mm. See, I don't see a cube being very private either. Yeah. It's kind of an issue. Um. So what I do is just, you know, I don't know. 
I, what job would I take? I would be um, the lady who gets to volunteer at the cat shelter and socialize the cats. Oh, yes. Call it socializing, and it's really yep. just playing all day long. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close to being you. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> So it really is. Kiki is, okay, so I need to share this. So she gained a little bit too much weight since she got spayed, which is not unusual because their mm-hmm. metabolism changes after they get spayed. So I'm like super paranoid about this because my mom said, you're going to make her fat. And this was like oh. way before she even gained the weight. And now I'm like paranoid. Am I going to make my kitty fat? You know? <laughs> So, um, so I'm like super paranoid about it. So I had to cut down on her food, but at the same time, I'm like, what if she's starving and I don't know it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes I'll go into the kitchen and she'll cry and cry and cry, but then I'll go and look and there's food in there. Yeah. Why are you crying? And then she like rolls onto her back. She wants her belly rubbed. Like. So all this time, I thought you were crying out here for food, and you wanted your belly rubs? <laughs> You're not very good at this. <laughs> so, yeah, cats. Um, Dude, I got home tonight, uh-huh. and there was a brown stripe drug across my carpet. Oh, Jesus. How'd that even happen? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was Mouse because it looked like his caliber. Mm. His so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. After the podcast, I have to shampoo my carpet. Okay, that's a little jerk. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what my my witness protection name would be. Um, mm, Doctor Herman Blorp. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Xentrek. Mm-hmm. X-N-T-R-E-K. Um, asked, adulthood, why is it so hard? Well, why is it so hard? Um, you don't have uh, a safety net. Mm-mm, that's true. So you, you have to be, I mean, you're, you're, you're now responsible for you. Which mm. takes a lot of work. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you ever like, you know, I don't know. You ever all sit the time and think, oh my god, I can't believe I'm in this situation. How did I do- get here? Mine, um, mine is often I can't believe they're trusting me with this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can't. I wait. Um, I wait in fear of the time when someone realizes that I'm still a kid hmm. as, as an adult, you know, in an, in an adult body and takes away all my stuff. Mm. Like, wait a minute, this guy didn't grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Take his car away. He yeah. can't be driving around like that. Well, and that's, that's true. I mean, like, I think part of the struggle when you become what's technically an adult is you don't necessarily feel like anything has changed, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden all the expectations on you have changed. Right. And, and it's an adjustment. It is. And I think if our schools were doing their jobs, then that wouldn't be that big of an adjustment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, 
Responsibility is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Um, So yeah, it's it's just for suckers. You know what else? Scary. You know, because you you just everything feels very scary. You don't, Mm -hmm. and you don't have anybody to say that. You know, don't worry, I'll take care of it. My problem is, uh, I feel like I'm one mistake away from losing everything all the time. Even though you're not. Right. Like, it doesn't matter that you're not. Right. I Yeah, I have that, too. And um, I, I always say it wrong. Um, Dr. B calls it catastrophizing. Oh. Which is, like, you, you start to worry about one thing, and then all of a sudden it just spirals out of control. Yeah. And the way, the way I like to explain it is, and the next thing you know, I'll be sitting on the curb starving. Yes. <laughs> And almost, almost word for word, what I told my therapist. And then, and then the thing is that he says, okay, so, you know, let's say that happens. You don't think someone's going to come along and say, Hey, Bridget, get in the car, come home with me. I want you to come stay with me. And you know, uh, you can stay there until things get worked out. No, I'm sorry. I have to sit here and starve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is how the script goes. I'm sorry. (laughs) I appreciate you trying to help me, but um, no, it's over. (laughs) Look, Doc, I'm a professional at this. Just sit back and relax. Right. So, you know, and that's the thing. You just, sometimes you have to stop and think, okay, what's going on? Is it really that big of a deal? What Am I worried about this or what I think might happen because of it? Mm -hmm. You know, what's actually happening right now? And you know has it happened to someone else mm-hmm. and what did they do if it happened right it happens things happen and yeah people forget that and it, it sounds it sounds silly but uh, people forget that these things happen to other people right you know we're we're all naturally self-centered i think it's part of our survival mechanism mm-hmm. so we think we're the only one uh, that things happen to mm-hmm and I think if you can step out of that frame for just a second, you know, you'll you'll gain some insight. Right. You can see how other people have coped with the same thing. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes it's going to suck and it's not going to be fun or whatever, but it'll still be okay, really. Yeah. And as long as you don't, you know, as long as you are there, it's going to be okay. You know? mm-hmm. And that's the thing to remember. And it's like... um you know, just, just the, just things might not go the way you want them to go, but they're still going. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's a good. Thing. Yeah. You're, you're still here and you're still breathing. Yeah, exactly. Um, he asked a second question. God. Yeah. That's all the questions. Seriously. Like you think that we're here for your in- entertainment and enjoyment. It, like, you know, like we're doing this because we want other people to listen and, um, Hmm. Uh, so anyway, he asked also the dangers of working in a cultural wasteland. Oh, um, I think a bleak outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Being dead inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not quite dead inside, seeing tiny little pieces of your soul jump to their death every single day. Yeah. It's like clumps of hair coming out in the shower. It is. It is. Except it's your will to live. It is. Yeah. It, 
you know, for me, it's, I, um, I work at a very large company. I work at a company that, you know, is about making money for itself, of course. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. all companies are about. But the industry that I am in is very specific about, you know, it is insurance. It's, it it's is, supposed to be, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's supposed to be a nonprofit company, right? What, insurance? Yeah. Aren't insurance companies supposed to be nonprofit? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought I read that somewhere that they're tech, they're te- like on paper they're required to be nonprofits even though they reap huge profits. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't know about that, but um, but I do know that we, you know, it's it's the kind of place that it's all about, you know, the bottom line when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. But then you can, you know, sometimes in those kind of places you can still find something like um. One of the things that I that I noticed lately, they started kind of employee communities and stuff like that, which of course I rolled my eyes at. But then, yeah. one of them is artists who work at the company. Hmm. You know, so they do that in their spare time or whatever. And I joined this little group, and people talk about the stuff that they make and stuff like that. Oh, that's like, cool. That's kind of cool, and it kind of brings a more human element. And there are people just like you, if you're at a large enough company. It's just that. You know, you're all kind of corporate zombies doing your thing, mm. and you're not going to know. So it's 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 nice sometimes to find somebody that you can connect with, and then you don't feel quite so lost. Um, and I do have a friend there, um, the friend that I like go and get my nails done with, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Who it was the kind of thing where we had to very slowly sort of, you know. Uh, get a sense if we were actually, <laughs> you know, the same kind of people. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and um, I, my, I first, I first had an idea that she was a friend, uh, a friend to me when I realized that she knew Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Mm-hmm. That is like that. That always is a good sign. So, um, and I'm just kind of slowly mentioning other things other things and then it's like we're meant to be friends <laughs> hmm. so I think that helps a lot. Uh, well, good. now YHF has specific question um, we talked about smart ass hat and his specific question was pizza and lube mm-hmm. period right. and then uh, YHF is the what where when why and how of pizza lube <laughs> it's not pizza lube no, it's pizza and lube. Pizza comes with lube. It's the it's the grease on the top. Yeah, it's like the the pepperoni grease or the yeah. cheese grease. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, as far as I know, pizza lube is condom safe. But I don't know if you want that stuff anywhere down there. No, I would say no. I mean, I mean, it's not the same as like the the weird ass shit that you know. Um, what's that? Cosmo tells you to do. Yeah. Like sugar and shit like that. Right. But oh, I <laughs> surprise your boyfriend with a rolled up pepperoni pizza in your twat. <laughs> this will get him to go down on you. <laughs> that's what the, see. That's one of the things that I hate the most about Cosmo. Is it's always like, oh, he won't, he won't go down on you. Here are some ways to get him to do it. And it's like seriously, because no. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell him to close his eyes and then wrap wrap a piping hot pepperoni pizza around his dick. If <laughs> if my twat is not enough of a carrot to hang in front of you, I'm <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry if that is something that you don't want. Right. Then okay, because that's all I've got for you. Well, right. not all, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like you're not buying what I'm selling if that's the case. So exactly about this. Um, uh, Vegcat asked uh, Leonard Bernstein. Oh. Hmm. That's not really a question. That's a guy. And it's also part of the R.E.M. song. It's the end of yeah. as we know it. That's the only lyric I know. <laughs> birthday, party, birthday party cheesecake jelly bean boom. I think I know that part. <laughs> mm, I don't. Um, yeah. So I, I was noticing the other day Michael Stipe on Tumblr. There was a picture of him sitting in a chair. You know, and there was mm. hipster words across it. <laughs> All right. And I was, I was thinking, you know, it's funny. Um, REM, they're gone now. Of course, they. Yeah, they they uh, up. broke up a couple of years ago. But yeah, I always find it funny that I don't really see a lot of REM stuff like on Tumblr and things like that. I know that a lot of people like their music. And yeah, they're. Um, they're one of those uh, bands, and I'll I'll even I'll expand this to to a celebrity in general. They're one of those things, mm-hmm. whether it's a band or a person, you know, or whatever, that people, you know, they're they're fairly popular, or they were fairly popular, and nobody's going to mention them again until they die. Mm-hmm. And I noticed this especially on Tumblr. You can you can follow the bulk of Tumblr, uh, the, the bulk of people on Tumblr, and they will never mention a celebrity until that celebrity dies. And then all it is is how much they love that celebrity and how sad they are to see him go. It's really weird. It's it, it, every time I see something like that, I ask myself. Or I asked them in my head, I should say, are you sure you really liked that celebrity? <laughs> right. Or are you just hopping on a bandwagon here? Right. Because when, um, when Ryan Dunn died, remember that? The the guy from Jackass? Oh, no, I, di- I didn't even know. He, he he was drinking and driving, and he killed himself in a passenger. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was a pretty shitty thing to do. <clears throat> um. But as soon as he died, Tumblr was flooded with messages about how much they love him and, you know, oh, I was such a big Ryan Dunn fan. Really? Because I don't remember seeing Ryan Dunn anywhere on your blog. Yeah. You know? It's kind of, well, and it's kind of a strange thing. Like, sometimes, uh, like, I'll be completely honest, like, sometimes something like that happens, somebody passes away, it's the first time I've heard of them. Right. But I'll go and read about them, and I'll think, this seems like a really cool person, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it, because I don't even, I didn't know who this person was, you know? Right. So, right. But seriously, I, I, you know, it's the kind of thing where when it does happen, when somebody does pass away who meant a lot to me, like, and I think that can happen with celebrities now. It's, it's... 
we know so much about these people that they mm-hmm. feel like part of the family, especially if it's somebody that you were enamored with as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's huge. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this right now mm-hmm. in front of you and everybody. Mm-hmm. I am not looking forward to the day that Debbie Harry dies. Oh, I know. What are you going to do? Because I'm going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to cry. It's probably going to happen while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And there's not a damn thing I can do about it because I love that woman. I know. I know. And like when MCA passed away. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I was pretty upset. I was, yeah, that hit a lot of people hard. Yeah, and, like, he was huge. He, right. you know, and, and he was, he was my favorite beastie. Yeah. And, uh. Now, something like that, I completely understand because, yeah. you know, the, the people that we hang around with, you know, we've all posted something about the Beastie Boys. Right. Sometimes on a fairly regular basis. So nobody's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, I miss him so much. And mm-hmm. and there's, you know, nothing in their archive about it. There was one of, um, th- they they were the band that, like, I first became uh, devious about. <laughs> like, I, I first started deceiving my mother to actually. <laughs> oh, that's right. They, they were the very first band because like my mom, this is when my mom and dad got the Ligorian. They started getting the Ligorian, which is a Catholic paper. Oh, okay. And um, the Catholic, like the Catholic stuff at that time, because, you know, during that time period, there was the whole, does uh, music cause Satan worship? and Yeah, the, the, the devil worship scare. Yeah, and so the Beastie Boys' first album came out, and in the Ligorian, they wrote about, like, rock concerts and how you shouldn't let your kids go to them. And they specifically mentioned the Beastie Boys and that they had this giant paper mache dick that they would have <laughs> on their stage during the concerts. And you're sitting there saying, I'm going to get a piece of that. <laughs> and, my, and here's the thing. When my mom would tell me about these things and that I'm not to listen to this band, she would describe that. Like, she would tell mm-hmm. me why. And she was like, do you know that they have a giant paper mache dick that comes out on the stage? What? Like, that's awesome. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this that uh, you said that was? <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> I gotta get there. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. I'm gonna write a letter. Mm-hmm. To them. Do you have- them how awful they are and... Now, can I borrow $40? <laughs> exactly. So I went to visit Rob. Hi, Rob. Um, Hi, Rob. In, uh, in Lincoln, because he was going to college there. And, uh, and ended up getting the, the record there. And it was a record. I bought it yeah. a record at the time. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I was able to... Which- which album was that? The um, License to Ill. Yeah. So not like, it's technically not their first one, because I know they had another one, but at that point... That's, the, that's, that's like the first one everybody had. Well, not only that, but at that point in time, I didn't have the tools available to know anything about any music, really. Right, you know, right. H- how people even knew about music. The radio, that was it. I mean, and that's it. In Omaha, there was not anything that's going to teach you that unless you, like, listen to the college station. And there was no right. way to listen to the college station unless you were in college. 
I didn't even know there was a college station until I didn't either. I was out of school. Yeah, I had no freaking clue. I mean, I was there at UNO one day, and that's when I first realized that there was that because they were playing it like over the, mm-hmm. the the PA or whatever. And I'm like, "Are you kidding yeah. me? This has been here this whole time. Why didn't you guys tell me?" <laughs> like the first time I heard any different sort of music, like. Um, any what people would consider alternative or anything mm-hmm. went to that um uh, uh that place for the arts what was it called the bemis the bemis center oh yeah yeah i had there was a group that i was in down there we did the plays and all that kind of crap you know mm-hmm. and um and some of the people there were like talking about elvis costello and i'm like i don't know oh that's cool talking about <laughs> i didn't know that was his last name <laughs> and so yeah and so i'm you know the i started listening to some of that stuff that's how i first heard jane's addiction and um i think the pixies and some stuff i like was that. you know i was wondering that about you because when we met and after a while you had all this crazy crazy music i'm like where the fuck did she find all this stuff? <laughs> that's this is- all started yeah yeah and then um and then I, uh, my friend Karen, I think you met Karen. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. She, she was into music a lot and her, she had like 12 brothers and sisters. Jesus. So they, you know, they all kind of had, like, they were all really into music. And so they all kind of had a lot of different tastes. And so she knew a lot about a lot of different kinds of music. That's and, cool. um, so, so like violent femmes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I found out about through her. And then King Missile, I can't even remember how that happened. But when I hear that kind of stuff, I remember being a kid and hearing that kind of stuff, and it just made me so happy because mm-hmm. it made me realize that, you know, the world was totally different than I thought it was. Yeah. In a good way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I felt so like alone and like such a weirdo and like Mm -hmm. I I can't believe that you know why am I the only person who likes the things that I like who feels like you know this isn't okay and then Mm -hmm. apparently there's this whole community of people out there who feel the same way yeah it's a neat thing to find out so yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking about I have no idea. Leonard Bernstein. Um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Wait, a, that was a good question, Mitch. <laughs> like, you totally derailed us. Um, uh, Clavius Rabinsky. That would be yes. That would be. I know his name. <laughs> Clint. <clears throat> Thank you. See, I'm hmm? so bad. Like, why don't you just say your name is Clint? Clint. <laughs> Why you got to be that way, Clint? Um, <laughs> uh, he said, who gave me the farts today? All the farts. Oh, I'll take uh, the blame for that. Mm. My ass has been on fire for the last two days. <laughs> I went out for wings on Sunday. Good shit. And it has been hideous. I had to roll the window down on my way to work yesterday. Oh, my God. You know what's bad when you can't stand your own. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. I mean it literally felt like it was on fire and it would not quit. Uh-huh. It would not quit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to I almost had to go outside to fart at work 
Because even the bathrooms I felt weren't safe enough. Uh, weren't safe enough for other people? Or- yeah, for other people. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I'm assuming it was the wings. But I have never had anything tear me up that bad. Mm, I'm sorry. So he's, uh, Clint, you're probably having sympathy farts for me. Uh, so I wonder if anybody else is affected by this. He's so far away. He's in he's in California, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's a pretty far reach you've got there. Well, the the fart transcends space and time, Bridget. It's really about that. Really, no distance. The psychological connection that you have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, Clint. I I um I may have been partially responsible as well. <laughs> do you do you, um Steve, my friend at work, Steve calls him internal farts. <laughs> but yeah, do you ever have those where you're just sitting at your desk and you hear your insides go <laughs> and it like moves across your stomach? <laughs> yes. That's what's been that's what's been going on for two days. Oh no. And yeah, it, I'll I'll have to take regular walks. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah. That that will help. That will help. So yeah. I I actually it snowed like a ridiculous amount today. Yeah. And uh it's still snowing and it's probably mm. going to snow until like three o'clock in the morning, they said. Shit. So um it's been kind of a light snow, but it's just been coming down for so long that it's you know, it's still pretty significant. And whenever that happens, I've been snowed in here a few times since I moved in. Right. Whenever that happens, I just have this thing. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of like knee jerk reaction. I'm going to order a pizza. Oh yeah. So I ordered pizza, and you know pizzas. Pizza. I love pizza so hard. It's the best thing. Ever. But would leave me alone. Pizza is so full of calories, and it doesn't fill you up. So it's, it's like two bad things. Later. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. So I, whenever, when, so I make deals with myself. I'm like, I'll order pizza, but it's going to be thin crust and it's going to be light cheese. <laughs> I can do extra sauce because the sauce isn't really that bad. I'll just put all the things I hate on it. That'll cancel it out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's just like everything that I can do to kind of cut down a little bit, and then I can feel better. But really, in reality, it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, maybe maybe the pizza also contributed. Yeah. You're a fart surrogate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Noel Anthony, mm-hmm. he posted a video the other day of himself riding around on a scooter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why, but it just cracked me right the fuck <laughs> up. He was so funny. I um, see that. Let's see. Um, he asked, "What is the sigil of sigil? Sigil, I think. Sigil of your house. What are oh. your house words? How will your house fare when winter comes?" <laughs> this is more for you than it is for me. It is very much for me. I am obsessed with Game of Thrones. I've been. The, I think the reason that he asked that is because I um, I use the word sweetlings. In, mm. in my question, because that they say that constantly in the books. In- is it like a term of endearment? It is for children or women, like young uh. women. So, um, 
so they they they'll call him a sweetling. Um, so, hmm. See, the thing about Game of Thrones is there's these different houses, and they have like you know flags with the symbol right. on it to represent things. I'd say like the the flag with symbols for me is going to be super easy. It's going to be like a kitty, like a super cute, stylized pushing kind of right that that was kind of gonna be my answer too yeah uh there was i saw a post on tumblr i think uh in the last couple of days where it was a um it was a like a family crest Mm -hmm. but it was all like cartoon cats just loafing around on it yes that's what i want that's yeah. that's what I need. That's what mine would be. Mine would be that, and maybe they'd be playing with like a, a ball of thread or something, you know, yeah. or, or um, you know, eating a needle. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> what? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> One of mine would be scooting its ass across the car, growing <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> Be something coming out of both ends, <laughs> pulling up the carpeting. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that that would be that would be that for me. And then um, the house words, like they have um, they have mottos, kind of. Oh. So like, there's this one family called the Lannisters, and they're super rich. Right. And their thing is, the Lannisters always pay their debts, which of course they get to use in like in like. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Days. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know that you 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 put a, a sword through somebody and say Lannister always pays his debt. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen from the start. Thank you very much. <laughs> And then the one house is winter is coming, and I don't know the others honestly. What? That's a, their motto is winter is coming. Yeah, because well, because they live up north, and there's this big wall that's like keeping bad stuff from getting through, and it's like super icy and awful up there. That's still kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid, isn't it? Like that's kind of like saying, um, uh, you know, it, it might rain, get a jacket. <laughs> Yes. As as like your your motto. <laughs> yeah. Winter. Our my house motto will be Easter's almost here. <laughs> mine will be Mine will be um uh, did you see psych this week? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to think um house words. I don't know. I mean, I kind of, when I think of the house words, I kind of think that they need to be sort of like edgy, like a little, like they can be, you know, they could be taken a few different ways. Mm-hmm. You could use them as a threat. Yeah, you want them to be ambivalent. They kind of define you, but at the same time, they're a little bit threatening, a little bit, you know, I know, I know something that you don't kind right. of statement. Um, and I, I think, Oh, go ahead. I, I can't think of a good one for my uh, my house words would be all of George Carlin's uh, seven words that you can't say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it would be. My house words are going to be. You know what? You know what? Yeah. 
I think she's pissed at me. No, no, no. That's just her house model. <laughs> Anybody who um, actually knows where that comes from, and I'm not talking about my blog, <laughs> we're friends. So, um, because I love that kind of thing. It's my very, mm-hmm. very favorite thing. Throwaway lines are my very favorite thing. Um and then how will my house fare when winter comes? Really good, because the pizza place is actually... Like, <laughs> I could walk there if I had to. Oh, nice. And um, I, I've got Amazon Prime. So, mm. you know, if I, if I need anything, you know... You can even... You can order groceries from Amazon. I noticed that, yeah. And if I needed to, like, I could get milk and stuff from Peapod here. So... You know, the problem with Peapod, I'd be using the hell out of that. It's a delivery mm-hmm. service with groceries, you know. Um, I'd be using the hell out of that, but they they want to make sure that your order is at least $70 each time. Right. It's like, dude, I seriously, all I want you to do is give me some milk. <laughs> 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 and they're all like, our business model, blah, blah, blah. It's not cost effective. I don't. Give a shit. <laughs> That's not my problem. I just want you to bring me some milk and some cocoa pebbles, goddammit. <laughs> Start screeching. Yeah. Just bring me the fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> I start taunting them like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling! Stop calling! (laughs) (laughs) There's a little boy that keeps saying Captain Crunch. (laughs) I am on a huge cereal kick, by the way. I love cereal. And what I did was I just started buying cereal that I've never tried before just to try it kind of thing. Like, um, I bought this uh, from Whole Foods. I bought this cereal called koala crisps or something like that what yeah koala crisps? and they're chocolate like rice cereal oh. like uh like cocoa pebbles and they're good mm. um and just stuff like i'll see it and i'll go that looks good and then i'll buy it and then i'll be my uh my two favorite cereals are um peanut butter crunch mm-hmm. uh, and raisin nut bran raisin nut bran interesting choice the raisins are rolled in crushed nuts. Stop it! Yes. Oh my god, that sounds yes. delicious. It is so good. So good. I eat um, frosted mini wheats every day. That's my breakfast mm-hmm. every single day. Um, I used to eat honey bunches of oats every day, and I did that I for a good five those. years. So you're you're pretty full of oats. I am full of oats. So I I, I don't know for some reason I just decided to take a break. But um, yeah, peanut butter, uh, Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what are some other really good ones. Um, I'm not a fan of the fruit cereal, like no Fruit Loops or or anything like that. Um, peanut butter cereal I like. Like the cinnamon toast crunch occasionally. Mm-hmm. I'll take take some of that. My problem with cinnamon toast crunch is that it gets soggy way oh, too the fast. The second the milk touches it. 
way too fast. There, there is no milk delivery system that makes that palatable. Mm-mm. It just doesn't work. No, and it is not good when it's soggy. No, it's like everything, all the the magic just floats away. Did you, uh, have you ever had sugar smacks? They they just call them like smacks now, but yeah, what the f- uh, they used to be sugar smacks and they changed them to corn smacks. Corn smacks. Yeah, it's like puffed corn. Uh-huh. And uh, for the longest time as a kid, I thought that it was some kind of sick joke because I didn't think anybody would like something like that. Because they are disgusting. Are they gross? Oh, they're disgusting. What? So what are they? They're they're little pieces of corn that have been puffed. It's kind of like puffed rice, except oh, it's corn. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, and uh, they're covered in sugar, which is why kids love them. But it's just, it's a really odd taste. I can't, I don't even know what to compare it to. Is it kind of like rice cakes a little bit? Like the way they puff rice cakes? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's exact. That's exactly the 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 consistency like the, there. Like the texture. See, and that's yes. the thing. I've had sometimes they'll take rice cakes and they'll try to make them into something else. Like they'll they'll take they'll try rice- to make them edible. Yeah, like they'll they'll like uh, they'll put some chocolate e stuff around it, or they'll sweeten it somehow. Like sometimes yeah. they do caramel stuff with it or whatever. They'll they'll paint it the color of peanut butter, but you really can't taste it. Yeah, and so they do that stuff, and that. It's the same thing. It just is like it, it's you can tell it's a rice cake with stuff on it. You know, it doesn't actually right. taste like anything. It's yeah. just, you you kind of know that there's some sugar in there, but it still feels like it's yeah. like couch foam. Right. Yeah. Except except um, puffed corn, at least in the case of, of Smack's cereal, mm-hmm. has some kind of goofy aftertaste. And I think it's just from the corn, yeah. but it doesn't taste like corn. It tastes like, you know, something else. But right. yeah, it's, it's really, it's really a horrible cereal. It, yeah. It just, I, I never, I don't think we ever had it. And I think that's probably why, because yeah, yeah. there was a cereal when I was a kid. Let me just t- take you down memory lane here. There was a mm-hmm. s'mores cereal when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember that. I know there's a s'mores cereal now, but it's not the same. Right. Um, the s'more cereal when I was a kid, there was like little like graham cracker ish things. Uh-huh. And then there were chocolate covered tiny marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And I would eat this as like a snack. I wouldn't I wouldn't even put milk on it. I would Yeah, just, my sister loved those things. Oh my god. I would just eat it like in a little cup, you know, and that would be like a snack because it was so freaking good. Yeah. And of course I saved the marshmallows for last because best thing that's ever happened ever. Mm. But and and then I remember when it just went away. Like all of a sudden it wasn't at the store anymore. Mm-hmm. And I figured, well, they're probably out and it'll be back. It was never back. It I'm probably sorry. killed some kids. They had to pull it from the market. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, it's not really that great of an idea to have a cereal based on a dessert. Um, and it's <laughs> right. I mean, it was actually like all it was was like chocolate covered sugar <laughs> with sugary like yes. pieces of of like 
you know, whatever, like a, like sugary cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably not the best idea for breakfast. But those were the days, man, when you could just yep. actually have stuff like that. Um, cereal, won't you? Tell us about your favorite cereal. Um, okay, uh, Sniffy Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sniffy. Um, she didn't really ask a question. She just said, I call folks sweetly now, too. Mm. I like the word. I really like it. I think it, it, it reminds me of Tyrion, who's my favorite. Yeah. Because he is he is a bad fucking ass and kind of awesome. That's what everybody says. He is really awesome. He's like the best character in the stories. He's the only character that I well, I shouldn't say. I've that, yeah, I've only seen one episode and yeah, his I do like his character. I like his character because he is so you can really relate to him because mm-hmm. he has to really navigate things. Nothing is, you know, nothing's certain for him. Right. You know, because he is different from everyone. So, you know, he's always like walking this very thin line. Yeah. He's always negotiating and he's always like he's trying to figure out how can I get this person to do what I need them to do. And he's not really looking out to have these amazing things happen for him. He's not trying to get power or anything like that. All he's trying to do is make sure that nothing bad happens to him. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's trying to stay alive basically. And so that's why I think his character is really endearing. But, um, so hi Sniffy. It's nice to see you. Um, Ron Bailey said, Mm -hmm. um, we should talk about boners. Boners. This is, um, I celebrate their entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fan of the one. Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I always say this, you know, guys, whether they love, like, all boners, they, they or just one boner, they love at least one boner. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you at least love your own boner. Yeah. So that's, that's... There's a wide appeal for boners because, I, mm-hmm. you know, even if ladies don't, you know, go with a boner, even if they're not like a boner fan necessarily, I still think they get a kick out of the boner. They uh, find it amusing at the very least. Well, they even though they're yeah, they're still fans of the boner, mm-hmm. even though they're not fans of the boner owner. Well, it's not necessarily that, I don't think. It's just that, you know, they don't, they're not, they're not attracted to that. That's all. Right. Yeah, they're not. However, they have toys that are boner shaped. True. But I also think that they find them just amusing as well. Because let's face it, boner. Oh, yeah. that Yeah. Yeah. They're, I'll even admit it. They're fucking weird. They are weird and they are hilarious. That They are. That, you know, the, the kind of bouncy thing. <laughs> <laughs> the helicopter all that stuff it's hilarious it is so it really is <laughs> they're like weird little fleshy puppets they are <laughs> so yeah i mean think about it a part of your body inflates right and not just not just a little bit you know like several times its own size right exactly I mean that that commands attention right there. <laughs> that says, "Hey, look at this. Get a load of this." Commands attention. <laughs> look, now I'm wearing a sweater. 
hey, um, hey, hey. Hey. I mean that that little guy wants to be the center of attention. He does. He's kind of he's kind of bitchy that way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, you can't help it. You can't stay mad at the boat. No, you can't. You can't. They're just they're you really can't. Um so yeah, boners, won't you? I will. I will too. <laughs> <laughs> boners. Okay, so I told someone this story the other day, mm-hmm. and I thought I would retell it because the last time I told it on the podcast was actually one of the very first episodes we ever had. It was a very early episode. And I think we might have talked about this recently, but I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. And if I have, I apologize. Okay. Um, do you remember when my mom was dealing with the issue of having her Barack Obama signs. Yes. Did I tell this on the podcast recently or were we just chatting about it? Not, we were talking about it. It was like two or three nights ago. Okay. Okay. You, you told it on the podcast and yeah, it was, it was like the 2008 election. 2008 election. So it was a long time ago. So I figured it's worth a retelling because we were talking about this the other day and I, and I told it to someone else and they were like, you should really tell that story again. Yeah, it is a good story. <laughs> so my mom, you know, my folks lived or lived anyway in, in like a conservative neighborhood and they were, um, you know, they're openly very democratic. You know, that's their, that's, they've always been that way. They always have supported Democrats. And my mom was really serious into Barack Obama. And so she was, you know, had the signs and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, because of the neighborhood they were in, I think, um, at least I think that's why this was happening. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Every time she had a Barack Obama sign that she had out, someone would take it. It'd be gone in the morning. And every time that happened, she would call the campaign and they would give her a new sign. However, every time you get a new sign, you have to give another donation, Mm-hmm. So it gets a little old after a while. You know, you make this donation, you get this sign, you put it out there, somebody steals it. So she was getting really frustrated with this. And she's telling me this story. And, you know, we're talking on the phone. She's telling me this story. And I'm, you know how it is when you've been talking to somebody for like, um, you know, a, a couple hours. And, An hour and 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's <laughs> and they just talk and talk and talk, and you're kind, of, you're kind of listening, but you're kind of not, and you're like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> you don't know what that's like, do you? <laughs> so yeah, she'd been talking for a while, and she's telling me about this, and she's really frustrated. And I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. And then she said, and then they took it again, even be, even though I put honey on it, and I'm like, you, you. Okay, wait, hang on. Are we talking about the sign in the yard? And she's like, yeah. And like, so go back and tell me again what you just said. And she's like, well, I figured if maybe like I I put the sign out there and I figured if maybe I put some honey on the sign, like on the top where you would pull it out of the ground, that that would stop somebody from stealing it because they'd be like, ooh, gross, honey on my hand. And it was like, okay. Because that's the, that's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of theft deterrent. Exactly. It's poor honey 
got it, right? Yeah. It's because, uh, like, you want to get ants? That's how you get ants. <laughs> right. <laughs> I. I'm I'm sure I said the same thing in the last episode we talked about this on, but I bet a bear stole the second one. <laughs> I think it was Winnie the Pooh, actually. <laughs> he didn't even mean to, you know. Right. Just then, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, it just stuck to him. He was all high on honey. Exactly. He's just a little black rain cloud. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so. I think when we discussed it the first time, I said, you know, she said it so matter-of-factly that it was as though, like, if you were reading, like, you know, a, a, a newspaper and they were giving you advice on, like, what to do when somebody keeps stealing your political sign, right? even after putting honey on it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so obvious that it's... Right. The first go-to thing that would happen. So, well, have you put honey on it yet? I, oh, oh, it's kind of like the. Uh, did you turn it on and <laughs> did you turn it off and on again? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it plugged into the wall? <laughs> Is there honey on it? <laughs> I want to. I want to go over to her house because I'm expecting to find honey on like all the doorknobs <laughs> and. On- on the TV and smeared across the cars. Just all over everything. <laughs> the car door handles. So it gets worse. So, so, so the honey sign got stolen. Mm-hmm. And she got another sign. And she put honey on it again. And she also put like other like condiments <laughs> on it. <laughs> like ketchup and <laughs> stuff. Mom, they're not eating the sign. Right. <laughs> You're just making it more palatable. She's, <laughs> she's she's out there smearing all this shit on there. This is gonna taste awful. <laughs> You're gonna regret taking this one. <laughs> like they're picking it up with their mouth like a dog. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta get this thing out of the ground. Oh, this tastes horrible. <laughs> this tastes so bad, I'm going to let her vote for Obama. Obama. Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I don't understand it. The last sign tastes delicious. It was just lightly glazed with honey. This one's got ketchup and mustard on it. It doesn't even make any sense. Those flavors don't go together. <laughs> I'm more of a vinaigrette person. We're going to leave this sign here. <laughs> you know what? This this is not what I ordered. <laughs> 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 and then, like, she was trying to stay awake. <laughs> see if she could see who was coming and taking the sign. And I, I just remember saying, like, what are you going to do? When, like, you see the person you take it, you're not going right. to recognize them, first of all, because it's dark. They're probably going to, yeah, they're probably going to have, you know, a hood up or their face yeah. covered or something. And they're probably a teenager, you know, too. Because, honestly, I can't imagine an adult. I I can. I, I was going to say that sounds exactly like a vindictive old person to me. Really? You think so? Yeah. I figured it was probably a kid, because I'll, I'll make a confession right now. When I was in high school, I was working for a campaign, mm-hmm. and when my friend and I were putting the signs up at the houses that had ordered them mm-hmm. uh, for our person, and it started to get dark outside, 
and we might have knocked over some of the signs from mm-hmm. now we didn't take them mm-hmm. we just knocked them over so um so yeah so i'm a horrible person and <laughs> and, and i'm i'm a criminal and now you guys know um so yeah and i was like i just don't understand what you think is going to happen like was she going to run out and tackle him Right. <laughs> what what good would it do? Just make you angry, you know? She, she's going to tell them not to take it. Hey! In case there was a misunderstanding. That's my sign. Oh! But they're delicious. <laughs> Quit making them taste so good if you don't want them stolen. You know, I blame your preparation. <laughs> <laughs> what is your secret? <laughs> <laughs> So I just had to share that story one more time. Oh man! Oh, um, what what were we talking about? With, with what? Um, the other day when we were talking about this, I can't remember. I cannot remember how we got on that. Oh 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 oh! oh, oh. I do remember. I I was uh, we were thinking up um, ways to get revenge on your mom for something. Oh, that's right. And I, I said, how funny would it be if you came to town without telling her uh-huh. shit on her doorstep and then went back to Chicago? <laughs> she would not have any idea it was you. She would not suspect you. And then you said you should put a honey-covered Obama sign in her yard. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. <laughs> because she's moved since then. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> they know where we live. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember you telling me that. You said you would literally be the last person she would suspect. Right. Right. She would suspect me before she suspect suspected you. She'd call me and talk to me about it. Somebody shit on our lawn. <laughs> really? Oh. You don't say. <laughs> and, the, and the lawn people wouldn't clean it up even after I put honey on it. <laughs> <laughs> honey covered human shit. <laughs> That's a new story, <laughs> oh, 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 God, okay. My face hurts. Am I too? Okay, so the new solution to everything in life is putting honey on it. (laughs) Oh, I've got bees. I'll put honey on them. Oh God! Oh, oh! Tears on the side of my face. I'm crying. <laughs> oh God! Okay, we should stop. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel! <laughs> Okay, okay, seriously, we should stop. All right. Bye, everybody.
And now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah.